calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Frap How, where your hosts, Odd and Rags. It was so hard to think of a don't get me started. Yes, it is. And I I also, my, mm, you know, Tyler and I now, I have to sit in the closet to record. Um, and we're joking about going back in the closet and it's never not funny. But we can't do a whole don't get me started on that. About going back into the closet? Yeah. <laughs> In a funny way, not in a bad way. Yeah. In a, you need silence to record, so. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. That's not something that people want to hear about. I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. I don't know. What do you, the people, want to talk about? Is that a is that an, a rhetorical question or yes. an actual question? No, I oh, mean okay. both. Rhetorical for right now, and then when you hear this, email us to what you want to talk about. Because oh yeah, we would love that because we are both very busy humans, and we run out of ideas, but we have a lot to complain about. Yeah, we have a I lot think- of complaining energy. I need somewhere to put my my Karen energy. I think the issue is is that I've been Karening for like the last five weeks. More than usual, because I care in a lot anyway. Um, so, like, I just... Energy vampires. Um, anyway, um, I think that we should talk about raises. Like, how companies give out raises. I, I think we can talk more, like, beyond that in the scope of, like, pay gaps as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like generalized income and that type of shit because i think this is actually kind of important oh yeah i mean and just like the lack of transparency that exists around um raises and um bullshit performance levels that like are unattainable essentially yeah exactly like i've only i mean my last job was really horrible and sucked ass and was like a horrible place to be but the one thing that they did do that i appreciated was that they gave a 
living wage increase to everyone in the office, and it was the same amount. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, which is great because, you know, living in the New York City area is really expensive, and um, it's just nice to know that they're like, we are invested equally in all of you. Um, We don't care about your emotional well-being or your mental health, but you at least have enough money to pay your rent. That's it. That's all you get. That's all you get. That's all you can ask for. Which is why I said that's Um, (laughs) cool-ish. Well, I think, and I mean, there's, there's this taboo in office culture of not talking about your salary as if, like your coworkers could be jealous of how much you're making. And all of this is really going on in my head as it's a distraction. You should team up with your coworker and demand more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have um, a friend who um, is working at a job and she saw that her work had posted for the same position that she works at. And they the salary, the listing... Um, had a salary that was like $5,000 more than hers. And so all of her and her coworkers were like, what are you doing? Like, is this how much we're supposed to be getting paid? And then had to like negotiate for a salary increase. It's like, if you have that in your, I don't understand. Yeah. And it's not like they got hired like 15 years ago. Like my friend got hired, you know, like within the past 12 months. It's like so fucked up. Yeah. Well, and I think like, There's a lot of things that we just kind of take for granted about, you know, oh, working, working is good, working is great. But we never really actually take a step back to realize not only is like us not getting paid enough to live a big deal, but like we're also not being allowed to take the time to take care of ourselves is a big deal. And just like capitalism is crap. And quite honestly like I do enjoy working I do enjoy my job but like sometimes I mean right now I'm very happy but like in the past I just didn't feel motivated to do anything especially at one point when I didn't get a raise and I was told that my performance was was great I didn't get a raise in the next week they fired me yeah I mean that is a uh, very uh, different situation I think just in your case no well I just went off on a tangent but yeah but I think that, yeah, like, it's hard to know. I mean, I know very few workplaces where they're very transparent about exactly what you need to be doing in order to get a raise. And then also, like, what exactly is going on with the company and if they can afford to give you a raise. Like, it's right. fine. Like, you know, I would understand if business has been bad or, you know, with my job, um, it's grant funded. There's no way that they can... Um, you know, increase my pay uh, because that's just not like possible. It's been uh, budgeted already previously. And so I get that. But like if you're in a regular corporate job, like I think that it would be beneficial, especially now in the light, like context of today, um, to be really transparent about what's going on in your company and who's getting paid what. Um, And how the company doles out raises or bonuses or whatever. And I think that, like you're saying, like, you should talk to your coworkers about how much they get paid because um, women 
and femmes and people of color are less likely to ask for more money because we just, you know, we've we've not been told how to do that, how to negotiate salaries or don't think that we deserve that much because the society has said that. And so like or I would even say that like you're you do it and then you're coming off as like, quote unquote, too aggressive. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm like, you, people should be getting paid the same amount of money if you have the same qualifications for the same position. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no excuse. No, there isn't. And I mean, I can think of two instances where I have talked with my coworkers about how much I had gotten paid and all in past jobs. And both of them were women of color and mm-hmm. both like for both our posi- our positions were roughly equal in workload in skill and basically in similarities of what we were doing just kind of split between the two of us like i was always their counterpart to it and for both of these women i made more money and you, you know like i we had very like For both women, I had very honest conversations with them about it because, you know, they asked me and I said, I have no issue answering this. And I Mm -hmm. told them and both of them were like, that's absolute bullshit. Like, there's no reason for you to make any more money than us. And I was like, I know. And so, like, I would try to advocate for, like, how hard they're working, not so much use the verbiage of, like, they deserve more money and you need to give them a raise but give them use the verbiage of like they're meeting their goals like i was trying to use it in the context of like meeting the corporate framework of what would what would allow for them to get the money they're meeting Mm -hmm. their goals they're doing their work they're doing xyz you know there's very little mess ups there's all these things and i'm trying to advocate for them but it's so hard to do and there there's no there's no there's no template on how to like advocate for your coworkers and advocate for yourself because like you're kind of set up to be competing with them in some fashion. Right. And I mean, and you know, that's the whole like classism. White su- yeah, classism and white supremacy and like you know, you're set up to always be working against ev- someone else because if you aren't winning, then you're losing. You know, Basically. like it's ca- fuck it's fucking capitalism fucking capitalism i know so uh yeah it really sucks i mean it's it sucks to like have people feel like defensive and protective over that information um and to like i just i know that when i got hired at one of my jobs there was someone there with equal qualifications who was working who got hired for a position below me which seems so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But then also, uh, there are some changes that were happening. And um, this person who was a woman of color got chosen as, like, then became this, like, token of the office. Like, their token, um, like, smart black person who used to, who, like, grew up in a really poor part of town. And then she went to Harvard. And so she's so smart and, like, you know, this, like, shining beacon. And so then she got promoted twice. So then, like, was then, like, a step above me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, this is, you know, like, you're just, you're leaning too far into the other other way. 
Like, or, you know, maybe she deserved that and that's totally fine. But there was like no transparency around any of the moves that were being made. And that like, I'm only saying this because the promotions happened within like a couple months of each other. It wasn't like, you know, years and years had gone by. Yeah. Well, I remember at one company, um, I was hired and I, I was there and I, I was there for two years and I mean, I, I loved the people that I worked with, but they brought on a sales guy who was just out of, basically just out of college mm-hmm. and he had no experience or like he had minimal experience. And at this stage, like mm-hmm. I had more experience and he got brought on and was immediately getting paid so much more than me for less experience, less qualifications, but because he's supposed to be taking on a bigger workload. And I'm like, dude, let me fucking tell you, nobody was taking on a bigger workload than the logistics people. Or just like you all, that brings up a really good point. I think that like also women, fems, and people of color are, you know, maybe they're giving these positions, but once they're in those positions, it's less likely that they're going to be given a lot of responsibilities and independence and autonomy, which are things that most corporate positions you need to have in order to show that you have like initiative and to get a raise and to get promoted. Like I know for me, that's something that was definitely an issue that I was working with a boss who was very misogynistic and um, it was really difficult to Mm -hmm. get any sort of opportunity that would show that I was something beyond a glorified administrative assistant. Right. Well, and so it's like you just get siloed into these positions and there's no room for growth. And because there's no room for growth and chances are you're being overloaded with so much work that not only is there no room for growth but it they can very easily pass it off as like you're not showing initiative and it can just be really frustrating when you get pigeonholed and it's outside of your control Mm -hmm. well and i think also sorry this is like I didn't know how I had so many feelings, but, like, this, like, pigeonholing also is happening, I think, with this, like, gap between generations. Mm-hmm. And so I know, and we've talked about this before, and I think I've, a lot of millennials I've talked to have had similar experiences, especially women and femmes who are in the millennial generation, like, you get chosen by someone in your office. It's the person who, like, knows things about technology or whatever. Like, I got pigeonholed into being the person who know, knew the most about Excel and Word. And I was like, I just Google these things. <laughs> like, and then, so then I got handed, like, all of these things, like, that it wasn't in my job description at all, which I don't mind doing, but it's like... You know, it's not my job description to, like, teach you how to, like, make a table. Right. But, by the way, you're a millennial, so stop complaining about your participation trophy. Right. Exactly. Even though you're working twice as hard, twice as long a lot of times, you know, you're putting effort in outside that normal work hours. You're And then you're getting paid so much less. And if you are a person of color, and most especially a femme person color, that you're getting paid even less than what, like, is the benchmark of less, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you're like you're saying, like, you're doing even more work. Like, I, on top of, like, teaching 
you how to make a table and like how to do find something in your inbox i had to do that and i also have to do my job yeah and so then it seems like i don't do anything because i can't get my projects turned in on time because you don't know how to make the margins even on your microsoft document <laughs> yeah or, and bother me for like two hours about it or i mean on the other side too of just like other people that like are on your team are also being overworked because that's just the age gap that we're or the age range that we're in. So a lot of your cohorts are being overworked as well and are being told last minute information and then they're being forced to work outside of the the timeline only for them to turn around because you're the next person in that process. And now you're getting dumped with work and it's not anything that the person ahead of you has any control of but it's just like this effort of just keep dumping the work on the next person and sometimes it's not even intentional but that's just how shit flows you know if there's a work process if i'm the next person in line and the other person's running late well i'm going to be extra late and then it's going to count against both of us and it it just a lot of times it feels like it's purposeful Oh, yeah. I mean, some this is not re- really directly related, but it made me think of, you know, all that stuff and these people who are being overworked. And, you know, there's a lot of people, I think, who face so many other, like, who face many other barriers on top of all this stupid bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it leads you to being like, I know I had to work two jobs and still have to do two jobs like in order to pay rent and like but it's like i'm working all the time yeah and i can only imagine what that's like for people when you those your race and ethnicity and your gender identity and your age are going to be and your level of education are all impacted yeah you know it's going to multiply each of those like by so much and so people are just it just it's amazing to me that people are always like well, that person doesn't work that hard or they're lazy or, you know, they just haven't, you know, worked hard enough yet. I bet you didn't think that you had 24 minutes of hatred towards capitalism and companies paying people less. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, I mean, capitalism is bullshit. Um, But unfortunately, it's a system that we all have to participate in because there really isn't another option. Um. Because I would love to not have to, like, participate in a system that is trying to kill me and, like, all marginalized peoples. Um, I would love to do that. But it's not an option because I also have to pay my rent and pay for groceries. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, it's just infuriating because I, you know, you and I experience it. We know so many other people who experience it. We've witnessed people experiencing it and we're continuing to witness people experience it and not be able to, or be completely unsure of like what we can do to, you know, to work with them and help them and, you know, raise them up. Right, yeah. I mean, I definitely think it is very similar to the conversations that we've been talking about, you know, like with anti-racism work, like, you, as a white person, can go into these conversations and try to drop your defenses and don't, you know, you don't need 
it's not that you don't need to feel guilty, but it shouldn't guilt shouldn't be driving you away from having these conversations. It should be driving you towards, like you're saying, like lifting your coworkers up right. and making sure that they're being taken care of. Right, exactly. Because you're not like punishing yourself and yelling at yourself. You are trying to keep the place that you work for accountable. Right. And I think that like not sharing this information with your coworkers is just it's furthering the classism, you know, labors of the world unite sort of thing where like we we do hold a chance if we do this together. But if you just power through it and work through it by yourself. And I mean, like a lot of people have really good reasons for that. There's a lot of shame connected to it. But at the end of the day, we we need to be better to each other and we need to stand up for each other as well. Um, thanks for listening. Um, we hope you all feel empowered to talk about how you're doing financially. Um, reach out to your coworkers and your family members or your chosen family members um, and feel financially empowered. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can send us an email at fraupalpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at fraupalpodcast. And as always, friends... Don't be a dick. I didn't mean Don't be it. a dick. I know. I just can't see you. I know. Sorry, because my internet's That's shit. That's okay. You want to do it again, oh, or you want fine. Kate to just line it up? We can do it one more time if you want. Yes. But perfection. Um, what we strive for. Your video's behind, so I'm gonna I'm gonna count down. Okay. Okay. One. We're gonna go after three. Okay. One, two. Three. Don't Don't be be a a dick. dick. We did it! Great job.